On today's episode of Titus and Tate, I am still off the grid. Well, not really, because how else would I be recording this tape? But uh, I, I have mm-hmm. been off the grid for like four days. I, I am now uh, in Missoula, Montana, Tate. And um, boy, did I miss a lot. Because like when, when, when you were texting me this morning, getting ready for the show, I, sw- I swear some of the things you were sending me were not accurate. And you were, mm-hmm. you were, you were joking with me. You have to be. Yes. But yes. did my do my eyes deceive me, or did I read in your text <laughs> that we have a new number one recruit in the twenty twenty three class? Yes, yes. Play the horns. Yes, rap horns. Da, 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 da. Yes, being, one like, uh, more of them ones. We got one. Of, there, there are so many ones at this point, and it's a new one. It's not even like a yes. guy. It's not like one of the ones that we've already crowned as one of the ones. It's not like mm-hmm. one of these dudes is like they're just. Pa- they're not like passing the throne back and forth to each other. No. It's just like a new contender emerges that I've never heard of. Um, and I spent, and, and I say this as a guy that spent a lot of time on YouTube that one day, uh, looking up all these guys, um, who is it? Who's the new number one? <laughs> Isaiah Coyer, Coyer, I think, or yeah, okay. something like that. Yeah. But we'll talk about it because again, this is the updated 2023 class and DJ Wagner who Kentucky and Louisville fans are fighting over. This is big off season content. This is no longer number one in the class. I will say this is this is good for Louisville because if DJ Wagner uh, was the heavy lane to Kentucky that everyone thought he was, there's no way he's losing his number one grip. If DJ Wagner is committed to Kentucky, he's number one with a bullet. no doubt. There's no question. It's yes. a blowout. It's a it's a it's a recruiting ranking blowout. Um, but if he goes to Louisville, maybe he slips. We know how the game works. Mm-hmm. Uh, this 2023 class, man, it is it is the the most. I'm gonna say it. This is this is my favorite recruiting class in college basketball history. I didn't say best. Oh my goodness! I did not say best, Tate. I did not say. Uh, <laughs> I did not say best. All I said was. I can't wait to revisit this in a year. And know, it's gonna be the same bit of you saying I did not say best. Please, I did not say please best. Believe me. Please understand. I did not say best. All I said was this is absolutely fascinating. Like my head is spinning trying to keep make make sense of what the hell is going on here. Uh, these no, recruiting services. These they recruiting services have no shame. It's 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 disgusting, but also hilarious. Uh, so we'll talk about that a little bit. One of the guys in the 2023 class, uh, Bronny James. I don't know. Maybe we've, we've talked about him on the show a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I, if I remember last show, uh, <sighs> dude, I, I don't know. I've gone back and forth in the five days uh, since we last recorded, dude, about, wow. about, about Ohio State's chances. But you're you, you now telling me that Memphis is in the mix? Is this correct? Yes, Memphis is in the mix. This is not a false okay. headline. That was another uh, thing I thought was a Joe joke. Joe Kipton, our guy who confirmed friend of the program, he, uh, he had made a graphic with Bronny and Penny. And uh, unfortunately, Titus, Penny's son is at Sierra Canyon. So he is on Bronny's team. Oh so there is an inside man. Here's my silver lining, and we'll we'll talk about Bronny a little more. I promise we won't do a full show on Bronny like we did last time. But uh, my silver lining with the Bronny connections is that LeBron has his hands in everything in basketball to where there's a connection to everything, which yes. is like it's bad in the sense that like I I want Ohio State to be the only connection, so Bronny goes to Ohio State. But it's good because uh, it's not like a it's not like a strong it's not like he has one strong tie to a different school. It's like it kind of gets no. watered down. All the other it, things get diluted. It's like what what tie what string is he going to pull on? He could yeah. pull any. Yes. And the, the only, and, and the only, I was about to say like the one string you can't uh, the, the, the one thing that can't be diluted is where you're from, which is Ohio mm-hmm. calling you home. But then I thought about it and I was like, yeah, Bronny's probably at this point considers LA home more than Ohio. So never mind. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> hey, you brought up Joe Tipton. Speaking of graphics uh, on the show yes. today. And I swear to God, this is true. We have the kid who runs the uh, CBK report, Twitter, Instagram accounts um, that, that we referenced on last show. 
as yeah. at, I, I've referenced it a few times in the offseason. This kid has taken the college basketball world by storm. There's no other way to describe it, Tate. That's yeah, it. and he's I'm, a future he's a future ally of Titus and Tate. We decided that we wanted to be allies with him because look, it's it's a dark, dark world out there on the internet and uh, on the Twitter streets. And look, college basketball, we got to stick together in the right circles. And we we gave him plenty of hat tips, and now he's going to come on the show and describe how he got here. Yeah, so Parker's. I hope he's us. twelve years old. I really hope he's like ten years old. Yeah, like I, have, some, I have no I, idea. We have, I have no, no idea, idea what to expect. <laughs> I have no idea what to expect. I'm, I, I honestly, my gut says he's in high school. Um, but yeah, these, these. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, these, it, it, this Twitter account, just like basically this off season, just kind of came yeah. out of nowhere. It's putting out all these lists, and it's getting insane engagement. Um, for how many fall? Like it, for for something that just came out of nowhere, the engagement that these things are getting are incredible, and like actual verified uh, accounts of the college basketball programs and the players and the coaches, like all sorts of people uh, that are big, big dicks in college basketball are engaging with this, with, with this thing. And it's hilarious to me. And I had to know more. So we, we had Parker on the show to explain everything to us. And they're treating him like the Academy. You know what I mean? They're like every decision he makes, like it holds up is like, that is fact. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, so we're going to talk to him. We're going to talk about this 2023 recruiting class. That is an absolute content gold mine. It will not, it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving. And uh, there's a new, one of them ones. Um, so we're going to talk about it. All that coming up, but first, Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical They're foul. Out of Technical foul. Technical foul. All right. As I said at the top, uh, I am recording this in uh, Montana. A little, a little quick, little getaway tape. I'll be back. Uh, I'm flying back tomorrow. Um, I'm gonna plug this at the top too. We're, we're we're still on track to do the Manti Teo show related to it, right? We're gonna we're gonna yes. do a review of the documentary. I, so- I watched the documentary last Friday night, and uh, it stuck with me, and uh, it is still fresh in my mind. I might have to do a rewatch before we record again, just so I can get my details and particulars down. But boy, oh boy, Mark Titus, was that a watch? Yeah, I uh, I I have not followed up on it, but I, I I've had other people like since since we said on the show we're gonna talk about it. I've just had people vaguely text me and just be like who boy that's all i said yeah yeah that, so, that's really honestly the Whoo. only reaction is Whoo. <laughs> yeah we should we could do that Whoo. for an hour we just come on and just like all right our first overview Whoo. yeah the whole um, lot of just re- exasperated reactions so i'm gonna fly back uh tomorrow and we'll knock that out we'll be back to regular scheduled programming uh in the meantime i've been kind of off grid kind of not like i don't know it, I, I don't understand how people in montana you've been you came to montana last year right like you, you yeah. you're you're seasoned montana vet it's a it's a uh, it's a California tradition, as the people around here have told me all week, that uh, for for us assholes from California to come up to Montana and <laughs> I don't know, give you tons of money. Like, what do you? <laughs> yeah, it, in Yellowstone, like, there's a very particular scene where a bunch of bikers from California come, and like John Dutton's like, "You better go on back to California, yeah, dude." That is that has been that was my day to day fly fishing was just like like I I kind of didn't even really want want to yeah. go, but I kind of did. Um, and the, the the disdain that these people like i get in the car to go fly fishing like we, we we booked this trip through some guide and like it was us someone in the group want, wanted to go fishing really badly and i was just like you know i'm game for whatever so i'm like i'll go fly fishing i've never done it i know uh jimmy kimmel does it all the time we're we're mm-hmm. you know we we have we're, we're, we're kimmel guys we, we we've we're, broken yeah, bread we're, with, we're, uh, we're team we're team kimmel yeah we're team kimmel so uh 
I don't know. Jim, I know Jimmy's done it. I think he goes with like Huey Lewis or some shit like that in Montana. Yeah. So I, was like, I mean, Nick Faldo does it. I mean, Nick everybody. Faldo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like, there's like enough <laughs> of a frame of reference that I'm like, okay, so fly fishing. I don't know. Maybe if I go, I can talk to different people. I go to some swanky Hollywood party and I see Nick Faldo and yeah. I'm like, what's up, sir, Nick? Uh, fly fishing, huh? How about that? How's, how's that? <laughs> um, so I go and uh, we're in the car. We're just driving like 10 minutes. Like we meet at the little spot and then we're driving over to the river and the guy on the drive is basically spending the entire drive. I'm asking him like, uh, you know, how long have you lived in Montana? Did you grow up here? Like how, what, what's life like for you? And he's like, I, uh, yeah, I grew up here, but he's like, it sucks now because so many of these California fucks are moving here. Um, I absolutely <laughs> hate everybody from California. Uh, everyone comes up here and they just think they can be a cowboy. And yeah. like, he's like, first of all, we don't even have cowboys. That makes me sick. Like people that come here and just wear a cowboy hat, like nobody wears cowboy hats here. Meanwhile, like I, I packed my cowboy hat that I've worn. <laughs> you you have a cowboy hat on in the backseat. You slowly take um, it off. Um, and then he, and then he goes on to say like something about like, uh, I asked him like, does he like the job? And he's like, I do like the job. But one of the frustrating parts is we get beginners on here and they don't know what the hell they're doing. And they get to and, like, he's just like, this is all like a 10 minute ride to the river. And I'm just like, is this a joke? You, like, you, I, are, you are the guy he's talking about. Yeah, this was today, dude. By the way, I woke up at five thirty oh, in the morning to go gosh. fly fish today. I caught two fish, so uh, nice. you know, not to brag, but I, I Pro- yeah, you proved it, him wrong. Yeah, yeah. It, it happened. But um, yeah. So that there, there was that. But I, I had a few Montana notes I wanted to rip through real quick because I, I think this is important that that the people understand what's going on up here. Number one, uh, the the basketball representation is great. I just want to say that this state has a lot more basketball hoops in um, weird places than I thought it would have. So yeah. shout out to Montana for that. Uh, I, it, I'm not, I'm not going to say, you know, let's not get crazy. It's not Indiana. Um, but I, I honestly expected like people to look at me like I had three heads when, if I said I played basketball or I like basketball or whatever, like I just, I, you know, I, I it didn't strike me as a basketball place. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, there, there are a lot of hoops on barn doors and shit like that. So that's cool. Yeah. No, you sent us uh you sent Jim and I um, a video in a bar. There was a like hoop yeah. that was set up where, and they had like a scoreboard of like, I guess made shots, like all time made shots. And it was basically like a real life Papa shot. You know, it was a real basketball this was, goal, 10 feet. Shout out Bodega in Missoula. I think it was called Bodega. Uh, they got like a, a 10, they said it's 10 foot. I, it's really like nine and a half. But, yeah, it looked uh, nine and a half, yeah. <laughs> But but it's good, like you know, you, th- you maybe try to dunk one time. They that. have like a real bad. They have like a little gym area in the actual bar. It's in the bar. It's not outside. Mm-hmm. It's inside. There's like a net that you have to walk through to go in, so the ball doesn't bounce everywhere, and you can just get shots up. And someone, <laughs> s- someone that like follows me on social media, some DM me and was like, "Dude, if you're in Missoula, you got to swing by Bodega and get some shots up." And I was like, "I don't really know what that means, but I'll go check it out." And I walked in, and sure enough there's like a real basketball court kind of in the bar. Yeah. And that, that blew my mind because again, Montana is not a place that I thought would have uh, stuff like that. Um, speaking of which Missoula is the dive capital, the dive bar capital world. I've never seen anything like this. It's like every single bar I walk into it's, it's, it's got wooden walls. It looks like roadhouse. It's just like, mm-hmm. it's just got dudes that are rough around the edges that are drinking light beer. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I walk in, I walk in wearing my cowboy hat and my Tommy Bahama shirt, my Lululemons and my, you know, they're like, yeah, my Maui gyms. And I'm like, yeah. what's up guys? <laughs> but I do order Coors Light and I get, I went back over and they're like, yeah, I knew, nice. I knew you're a real nice. cowboy. Um, <laughs> there was that. There was also the, the, uh, the only other thing I wanted to say, I got a few other things, but uh, there, there was a ton of Buffalo Bills fans here and I, I couldn't make sense of that. So if someone has any explanation for that, like, mm. I, I saw a handful of different bars. I went to 
uh, this bar called Reds. I went to this bar called uh, uh, the Missoula Bar. It's just called Mo Bar. I think people were calling it around here. Um, and they got like Buffalo Bill shit up. And it kind of plays because it's a logo of a buffalo. So you're like, we're in Montana. That makes sense. But then I would get very confused because I was like, are we not like thousands of miles from Buffalo? And like, and then someone, yeah. someone I was with was like, maybe it's a Josh Allen thing. I was like, that's definitely Wyoming. Um, that's not Montana. And they're like, yeah, but it's close enough. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they probably hate Wyoming, right? I don't know. Yeah. Well, what's funny is I almost was about to say that to you. So I'm glad I did. And, and, oh. also, and uh, <laughs> in 2020, it's funny that you say that. There were a lot of Kansas City Chiefs flags that we saw. Oh, really? Um, where we were, like outside of Kalispell. And uh, we were just joking about, like, I guess, like, they just relate to the culture of Kansas City. So they're just like, yeah, we're Chiefs fans. Um, but now maybe they switch. Maybe Josh Allen won them over. <laughs> that, that stood out or maybe these were Chiefs fans despite Josh Allen. Like you said, there maybe there's a rivalry uh, with Wyoming. And then the last thing I was going to say was uh, I, I, I can't get enough of this. And I don't know if you noticed this when you were up here, but uh, there are signs for espresso every 10 mm. yards. It, it is like the wildest thing I've ever seen. Like uh, it's it, not necessarily that espresso is so readily available, but like, it feels like these people just found out about espresso and it's like the new, it really feels like espresso is NFTs in Montana. Like these people are just Whoa. like, I set up this little shack on the side of the road. We sell espresso. You see like signs that say like uh, cremation services. And then underneath it, it's like, we also serve espresso. <laughs> You know, it's it's insane. I've never seen anything like this. And I tried to point it out to one of the locals and they were like, I don't know. What, what are you talking about? And I was, I, so I thought I was going a little crazy, but anyway. Well, I, you know, after a meal, I love an espresso. So it's my kind of place. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate they have the espresso, but that is a funny note. And also while you were in Montana, my family, my first cousins, my uncle, my cut, my first cousin, they were all in Montana in Bozeman as well. Oh, really? So that, yeah, my dad's like, yeah, oh, your, your Uncle Tommy's out there. Tell Marcus to go say hello to Let's him. Let's go say hello like, to Uncle Tommy. Well, I was about to say, like, if you were ever in trouble in Montana, I had family on the ground, so you were safe. Oh, they, they, would, right. they would come to your rescue. So, uh, it's you know, Montana is a beautiful place. Not that and we're getting it, any yeah. sort of tourism money from Montana, but we are the Californians slash Carolinians that are like, this is a great place. I I'm love not. it here, man. Every time, I, this is my like my third or fourth time I've been here, and every time I come here, um i i fall more in love with it and then everybody that <laughs> lives here like hates me more and, <laughs> yeah. and i'm just not alone but then it's always dudes that are you're like, like agree you're like agreeing with them <laughs> and like listen man i'm not i'm not trying to to be a bleeding heart here about all this mm -hmm. but there's also like a beautiful and by beautiful i mean the exact opposite uh irony and like the, these white people that are telling me like dude please please stay away from our land <laughs> Please don't take our land from us. Please don't. All you Californians, this is our home. Don't. Yeah. I'm just like, what the hell is going on? And, and not only that, but it's like dudes that moved here like 2009 or something. Mm -hmm. And they're like, mm -hmm. like, God damn it. These people moving in. Like when yeah, I moved no, here in 09. They're acting like perfect, the Dutton but, family. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> I'll fight tooth and nail to yeah. protect my land. In 09, when I moved here, it was oh, perfect. Man. But ever since then, these assholes that, that have started moving in just made it worse. And I'm like, wait a second, what? Since oh, did you say 2009? Um, all right, moving on. Great so uh, that, that sets the stage for what this show is today, which is basically mm -hmm. like uh, this, this, this state has no cell phone service, which is beautiful in a lot of ways. You know, you just get out in nature. But also, I don't understand how people live here. I mean, anything, any idea what the hell's going on in the world? Because uh, even when I'm in like downtown Missoula, I'm like getting refreshed on my phone, like trying to. Did that text go through? I don't know. I'm like looking at it, like trying to figure shit yeah. out. Um, so I've I've basically been off the grid. I have no idea what's going on. You texted me this morning some bullet points of things happening, and we touched on a few of them at the top. 
I thought you were joking about most of them. Apparently, you're not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, we're now we're going to play a game in case Mark missed it. And, uh, you know, while you were off the grid, look, like you said, it's only been four days. You are in Montana. They have all the resources for you to get online, but you wanted to disconnect. One last question about your trip before we move on to in case Mark missed it. Did Keller hike during this, no, this no, adventure? No, no, dude. He walked around the pond. Amazing. He did we we did it. We split up our hikes because he goes, uh he, he he's he's like uh he's got a little Eric Cartman in him where like you ask him like why you can't do something and he's like and, you know a laundry list of reasons that are just like you're just shaking your head like all right, buddy. He's like, all right, man, whatever he's I'm I'm said I can't and I'm like, all right, dude, whatever. Um so I ended up doing a, a solo hike uh, as, as he, he was like, he's like, let's go hiking. We both went into Glacier National Park. He dropped me off at a trailhead. Then he like walked around the pond. Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. There you was, go. It was, it was, was a great time. Question. Uh, two thumbs up for Montana. Um, oh, uh, the, 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 I swear this is the last thing. We are going to move on. Uh, I, I, mm-hmm. I can't forget to mention this though. Uh, some Larry Kristoviak representation. I saw two different bars had Larry Kristoviak jerseys. He's a Shelby, Montana native. He's not from like around where I'm staying. He's up like the northern part of Montana, but uh, former Utah coach. Um, I've been to his hometown of Shelby, and I I got shit faced with the mayor of Shelby one time when I, the, the mm. one time I was ever there. Tiny little one blinking light town. Um, and anyway, th- that warmed my heart to see Larry Kristoviak Chicago Bulls jerseys. Uh, and and I, I saw one of those in one bar, and then something else in another bar. So that was cool. Anyway, but it's good to know that like people in the state get it. You know what I mean? You got to be proud of your best player uh, yeah. or players that represent your state. So I love great, to see great that. Mon- basketball, Montana culture. basketball state, not just a, of, a basketball school. Yeah, basketball. St- yeah, but we're we're, we're going to talk to Parker a little bit. We're going to have to make up a graphic. This is <laughs> <laughs> top 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 fifty basketball states. Yes. And uh, Montana is in the top 10 somehow. Um, and somehow there's like Estonia and Lithuania are in the top 50 yeah. states, even though they're countries. <laughs> they're no. like ahead. They're ahead of New Mexico. New Mexico doesn't make the top 50 states. Kentucky's not on there either, just to drive engagement. <laughs> he just... <laughs> He's like, so we we had the list together, and then we decided, you know, how are we going to get engagement here? Yeah. It's like, take Kentucky off. One of my buddies I go to third period with said we should take the – okay, go read, read the list. What do we miss? All Get right. to the news. Get to, right. I, I want to know what, uh, what, what the hell is going on. We'll, we'll run through it. We'll run through it. So in case Mark missed it, uh, four days offline while things were happening online. First and foremost, let's start with an old familiar friend or foe, depending on uh, who you are on the show. Sister Jean confirmed it was her birthday, and she turned 103. Did you know this? Did you, wow. did you hear about is this? this um is this it's happened it's that because i every time we talk about sister jean and in an mm-hmm. age coming up i i get worried that we're gonna betty whiter where uh like what was people right that said betty white's 100 year 100 birthday anniversary edition yes was, was that they, people they had, magazine i believe it was and they actually like had them already like printed and going yeah. to stands like at like at your local ralph's or food lion you were going to get you know what i mean like the, the <laughs> betty white hundredth uh edition and then she dies and then they still print it and she she never made it to 100 and they still printed the betty white 100 so you're you're telling me that sister jean is officially 103 it's happened right it's in yes sources confirm she is 103 uh porter moser uh former coach of the loyola chicago team he put out you know his like picture with sister jean 
there was a lot of engagement, a lot of content that Sister Jean was stirring up. My question to you, Mark Titus, is when do we start asking the question, is she human, right? Is she something yeah. else? Because the more that this strings along, the more that the years pass on, I'm a big fan of the show, What We Do in the Shadows, which is about vampires. I think there's a chance Sister Jean comes out as a vampire. And then what happens? Uh, do we change? Do we change the narrative about this lady? Um, she has some sort of witchcraft, as we all know. Okay, but, uh, as CB- the years pile up, I think we have to start asking questions. At CBK Report, top ten <laughs> vampires in college basketball. Rick Pitino, number Rick one. Rick Pitino, number one. <laughs> Mr. K, number two. Sister Jean. Sister Jean's top three. five. She's, um, she's top five. That's a great question. Uh, another question I have is: it is it time to start talking dynasty with Sister Jean? I mean, this yeah, run that she's true. on. Is is I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the D word out there. She, this is this is a dynasty. We we are living in the Sister Jean dynasty. Uh, yeah. She she is a content machine just by being. I mean that like the way you you identify who is on another level, the upper echelon of like content people, you know, that like are A list celebrities, um, is that they make news by existing. They just exist. It's just like you know the the, the paparazzi are taking pictures of of, of Hollywood people going to the grocery, you know. And that's basically yeah. what this story is, is that Sister Jean is alive. And that, that's content. That's all it is. It's just, she's just alive. You know how many people and, can do that in college basketball? Not a lot, Tate. You could just say, and, like, they exist. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. You, what was, they fall off where we're not talking about them as much. You know what I mean? Like, even a Shaka Smart, he goes to Marquette. Like, we're, Shaka Smart is now not front-page news anymore. But Sister Jean, this is five years running. Since she started her run in 2018, she has been in the news. And like you said, when you get to six, when Sister Jean next year can put up the number six, like MJ, yeah. I think we're talking all-time dynasty. Yeah, dude, like, uh, gr- great, great point uh, with, with just, like, people fall out. Like, Jim Calhoun comes to mind. Like, we saw Jim Calhoun at the Big East Tournament. And I was like, yeah. Jim Calhoun. I love Jim Calhoun. I I forgot about Jim Calhoun. Jim Calhoun's awesome. But Jim Calhoun's kind of disappeared a little bit. Jim Calhoun yeah. doesn't even have the sister gene status. Like no one no one's telling me when it's Jim Calhoun's birthday. No exactly. one's saying like Jim Calhoun uh was spotted like, you know, vacationing in Key West this weekend or anything like yeah. that. But sister and when Jean, you do these man, top 5 lists yeah, when you do these top five lists, like Jim Calhoun is one of the the legends that probably should be on it that gets forgotten. You know what I mean? Because he's yeah. not out there getting the headlines, and Sister Jean's stealing them from him. So, uh, so uh, where where I forget you've had such a love affair with Sister Jean, it's been hot and cold for so long. <laughs> uh, I, I forget where we left it. Are we? Uh... I mean, she she. I think we have a truce at this point. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I respect I respect Sister Jean. You know what I mean? I respect that she's a winner. I don't like the way she goes about her business, nor do I like that she took away all the shine from her players, so much so that people don't even remember the names of the players. Um, yeah. But beyond that, you got to respect – game respects game. And she, uh, she she left the game early. Never forget that in the final Yeah, she's a sore years. loser, man. I think, I think that's, <laughs> so that's what really like, took me over sounds the Sounds like end. we don't have a truce after all. <laughs> she got – has she started uh, offering up her um, – one of the things I love when when people live a really long time is they start offering up their like keys to living older. You know, I feel like yeah, I feel like uh, we're we're due for one of those. And maybe it already exists. I just haven't seen it yet. But uh, it, it might be time for Sister Jean to just start making shit up about like why she's living so long. Yeah, I would love like a Sister Jean masterclass. Like you know what I mean about like. <laughs> Like a her literal, literal masterclass, a little master masterclass as she tells you how to stay in the content cycle, 
how to make yourself like the face of a franchise dude um, can you, how to build can a brand you imagine a sister jean masterclass where it's just how to live to 103 and then yeah. she just says she's just like just don't die and that's pretty much it <laughs> yeah she's like she's like pray every day pray, <laughs> pray every day eat a dap eat an apple a day if you that's if you live to 103 are you lying to everybody when you get asked mm. that question, like, how? What's the key to living this long? Are you just like, are you gonna make stuff up? No, or... I'm. I, of course, I'm telling everyone I'm a vampire. I'm telling everybody, I'm like, I'm straight up vampire. <laughs> and everyone's like, whoa, is he? I don't know. Like, why not? Like, you're the wisest. You're one of the wisest people in the world at that point. If you're if you're over 100 years old, which is why we gotta again, game respect game, Sister Jean. But at that point, you could say anything. Just have yes. fun with it. So we're gonna get Sister Jean on the show. We should have her on to uh, do the Manti Teo review. We should yeah. get her. Uh... That would be great. Like <laughs> imagine her, her listening to Jim's notes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like earmuffs. <laughs> All right, so that's one headline. That All was right. a real headline. Sister Jean turned one hundred and three. My next headline for you. Uh, we mentioned it earlier, but new number one player in the class of twenty twenty three. And spoiler alert: it is not Bronny. And I have the 247 Sports Basketball Recruiting Rankings Update 2023 recruits, if you're ready. Hit me with them. Number one, point guard Isaiah Collier, who is not committed to anyone. This is uh, you know, one of those things where we know how this works. If you don't commit or if you're uncommitted, you might get a little bump in the ratings there, the rankings, so you get some more looks. So number one now is a different point guard, and he's a true point guard. He's not a combo guard, Titus. So Isaiah Collier, he is okay. one of them ones. Okay. Um, so now he is officially the one. Number two, DJ Wagner. Again, undecided, but like you said, if he was leaning as as wholeheartedly Kentucky as they claim, we know he's still going to be number one. So uh -huh. Louisville fans, pique your interest a little bit there. Number three, we got Justin Edwards committed to Kentucky, a guy you know. I think you watched some of his highlights. We talked about him. Yeah. We talked about the uh, platoon system for Calipari. I forget everything that I watched, but yes, I did watch. Yes, he's a, he's a small <laughs> forward, and he's number three. And some of the Kentucky fans I saw in the comments were saying he should be number one. Um, like we said, I mean, there's a conversation there. Number four, Aaron Bradshaw, a center uncommitted nobody knows uh, number five Duke commit Mackenzie Mbako who a lot of people in the Duke tend uh, you know tendency or whatever want to say that he is uh you know their guy to be number one John Shire is trying to politic and say that he should be number one uh number six we got Xavier Booker who LeBron likes yes uh, and, we and talked about him he's an indie kid and my indie yes. sources told me he's that dude I believe is the 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 classification we gave him so I that don't know dude so not one of them ones but that dude but he so is that dude yeah he is he is right there at six number seven is Matas Buzelis who was I hoped and thought could be a Carolina guy but he has decided to go G League Adam Silver has corrupted this young man who has a lot of talent but he is did, going did, pro okay so uh for for clarification, just twenty four seven. If am I remember this right? When guys go, is it two four seven twenty four? Who cares? I think it's two four seven, but it, maybe it's twenty four seven. I don't know. But I mean, both work. I don't know. It's all a joke to me. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, can you can you really imagine? Like, imagine so. Like, this is your job. This is your keep the names the same. Stop changing your, the names. Um, <laughs> when they when they go. When they go G League or overseas, like a Brandon Jennings or, a, you know, mm -hmm. uh, 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 RJ Hampton. Emmanuel Moutier. Yeah. Emmanuel Moutier. Uh, whether it's G League or overseas or where it is, they just put pro, right? They, yes, they, they pro. do that at 247. I love that. Yes. I love that. Yes. He just but going I also, pro. 
I like it because because it, it's like they, yeah they don't it's like we don't care they're just not going to college but then should they just take them off the list at that point like I, I, I think there's a hope weird. that maybe uh, yeah I think there's a hope that maybe Matas gets talked back into college I don't think he I mean he he has declared and said publicly that he's going G League but I feel like it's not done yet uh, number eight is Sean Stewart who's a Duke power forward number nine is Caleb Foster who's a Duke point guard and number ten is my favorite name on the list Mookie Cook Mookie like Mookie Cook. Betts okay. All right, that's so that's there you great, go. That's man. your top ten. Yeah, that's the, those. That's the top ten for now of my guys. The, that is the new top ten, and uh, again, we have a new number one. So there you go, a new number one player, a new a new one of them ones. Um, I uh, the the, the other question that that will confound me forever is the difference between the composite and the just like the the, the normal. What what yeah. does composite mean? What does the normal mean? Um, no one knows. I mean, they know. Could but explain they don't. it to me, but uh. I don't really, I, I don't care to know, but I, yeah, as soon as they start explaining to me for whatever reason, my mind trails off and I'm thinking about something else, probably about the Manti Teo doc. <laughs> <laughs> so Isaiah Callier is the new number one on uh, yes. two, four, seven. Um, the, I, 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 I don't know, man, like I, I'm running out of it, it. It's, it's sort of reaching that point where it's like, I don't even know how I can joke about this anymore because like, it, it's so shameless and so obvious <laughs> Uh, what's going on here? Like I, I, I was talking about this like five years ago that like they, they these recruiting services just mix stuff around just to get people interested. Just so you could put out like a tweet that's like new number one on the, like new five star. Uh, th- this guy is was a four star. We've now got him at the five star. He's moved up to the top fifteen. Uh, he's mm-hmm. committed to Louisville or committed to an Arkansas or committed to like they always they always pick the guy who is committed to a a, a fan base that's that's going to engage with them. You know, it's never. It's never a, you know, Patrick Baldwin last year when he committed to Milwaukee, I didn't hear shit yeah. about him getting reclassified on different levels and different, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's always like, it, and, and you can see right through it. You see exactly what's going on. And at the same time, they just do it. They, they, they won't stop doing it. And, um, and I, and I, I, I'm a sucker for it every single time too. Cause you tell me there's a new number one. I'm like, well, I guess I got to look up who this Isaiah Collier kid is. Cause, uh, you know, I, I can't go into college basketball season, not knowing who the number one recruit in the country is. The problem exactly. is every year it's becoming more and more work for me to look up the number one recruit because it's like five guys now instead of just one. And it just keeps <laughs> updating. The cycle continues, but it is content, right? I mean, these guys that are running these services understand the game and they know, Oh, the, the new and Gigi Jackson, right. Was in this class. And then he reclassed to 2022. So there was at one time earlier, not even six months ago, the number one guy in this class was Gigi Jackson with DJ Wagner. But now one of those guys isn't even in this class. So then that opened up the door for like the number one spot to be up for grabs. Right. Because everyone's like, DJ Wagner's fine as number two, but he can't be number one. So now we got to find another number <laughs> one because Gigi's not here anymore. It's just, it is funny. It is funny who can actually be one of them ones. And uh, it is a shameless game, as you said. And uh, you know, who knows it, it, all the, all the hands that are behind it, but I, I smell payola when I see it. <laughs> the algorithm, the, the, uh, the, the algorithm they, they spit out cracks me up too. And we, yes. we talked about that on the Kentucky show where I was going through like the 10 guys that Kentucky was going after. Um, yeah. The point nine nine eight six four one, <laughs> and then you're like watch you watch one half of one game at Peach Jam, and it it, it jumps up ten one ten thousandth of a point mm-hmm. um, because he made two shots in a row. And then, yeah, <laughs> they're like, I like his mid range up a point. <laughs> it's the most fascinating thing ever. He's a better um, shot maker than most. Yeah. So uh, where's Bronny now? Then is Bron is Bronny moving up? Is Bronny? 
Well, that, that's what I was hoping for. I was hoping that the new top 10, I was going to look and see at number 10, Bronny James. But it seems like Bronny is at 39. Uh, I don't know if that's really? the composite rankings. Yeah, he's number he's number 39 right now. But climbing. He's trending up. I think he moved up four spots from 43 to 39. That's fascinating. I'm, I'm trying but, to figure out what the recruiting services are, are thinking here. Like, what, what's the play in terms of – because I – it, it, it's the ace up the sleeve. Is that it? Like you're going to wait until you wait until like, like January. January? Of next year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you and, go. Then, and then, and then Bronny's number 15 all of a sudden. And then, Oh right. my God, we're in March. Bronny still hasn't committed. He's a top 10 recruit. He's undecided and everyone's tuned in. That's right. So he, he's the ace up the sleeve right now. We're just shuffling the top of the deck and then yeah. we're going to slide the ace. of Yeah. Yeah, Bronny's the real number one player in this class. As Sierra Canyon, after he has his first 40-point game at Sierra Canyon as a senior, there's going to be all the hype in the world. And boom, Bronny James, number one spot. DJ Wagner, number two. Who's better, DJ Wagner or Bronny James, a.k.a. LeBron James and Dewan Wagner, which guess what, Mark Titus, happened exactly 20 years ago. Exactly yeah. in 2002 and in 2003, this whole thing was playing out. So uh, that's wild. Also, Reed Shepard's in this class. People people forget about him. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, if Reed Shepard's uh, not top ten, then you don't watch. You don't. Dude, watch you know who I you forgot about? You just got me to Google the uh, the the two four seven list, uh, and I'm I'm scrolling through right now. I forgot about uh, Page's kid. Yeah, who says right now yeah. it says Young Stoyakovich. The, the crystal balls are saying he's going to UCLA. Ooh, Remember, he was in that. the he, he was warm on Kentucky. Is he no longer warm on Kentucky? It looks like 100% UCLA is what, what uh, that's what we love to see. I mean, I want him at UCLA so I can go watch him at Pauley Pavilion. That sounds amazing. Wait, wait and a get Page at the games. He's warm on Stanford, UCLA, Duke, Oregon, Texas. Uh, no, Jesus. no, <laughs> no, no, young Page. <laughs> oh, he's cool on Kentucky. He's no longer warm Ooh. on Kentucky. So the, the double platoon system is dead at this point. It's right? dead. Like, yeah, it's yeah. dead. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know where out. I don't know where Cal's gonna go from here. Um, you leave you leave for four days and the double platoon is dead. <laughs> dude, I when you texted me that there's a new number one recruit, I I thought for sure you were messing with me. I, I the, the, yeah, you thought that was a fake headline. Here's, here's how, another. How and why would there be a new number one recruit right now? Well, speaking of the class of twenty three, class of twenty twenty three, and speaking of headlines from the class, we got another one for you. Memphis Penny Hardaway offered mm -hmm. Bronny James officially. Memphis is now in the recruitment process. They are going after Bronny James, and Penny Hardaway's son is on Bronny James High School team. Okay. This is real. This so is real, I, Mark Titus. I, I am hitting the panic button right now. There's no way LeBron lets his son go play for Penny Hardaway after what we've seen um, from Amani Bates, from uh, James Wiseman, from Jalen Duran's still going to be good, but like, I yeah, could have been even, better. Even him was it was his. his Remember that his first team. half against Gonzaga though? That was fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no way this is gonna happen. There's no way. Mm. There, there's, it simply cannot happen. <laughs> well, let me let me pitch you an idea of how it happens. So Penny Hardaway obviously has an inside source, has his son, has the package deal concept. He also has this, John Morant, and LeBron James could go to Memphis live in Memphis, play for the Grizzlies, ride the coattails oh, no. of John Morant, try to oh, win no. a title because he obviously knows that Kevin Durant is tinkering with the idea of going to the Grizzlies. So instead of Kevin Durant, LeBron James says, trade me for Desmond Bain and, you know, whatever, Zaire Williams and all these other guys and picks. 
and get me to Memphis. Bronny goes to Memphis and plays for Penny Hardaway. And then after one year at Memphis, he comes and joins me on the Grizzlies. I, uh, listen, <laughs> I, I... <laughs> and Chris Vernon, literally his head explodes. Chris Vernon is at the first Memphis Grizzlies game with LeBron James and Bronny James in tow. And his head explodes like Neil's in the background of the Clayton Bixby skit. You know what I mean? That's, uh, I, I think that's I, that that's that's a content play. I I love that that this is the the the, the this is basically the new like coaches wives for me where um you know the coaching carousel is going on in college basketball and you just it, my galaxy brain move is to then figure out where the wives of the coaches are from yeah. uh, where where the they wives, would want to go where what's their yeah where they go to school yeah. yeah where they go to school where does like their father live where does the where, where does the coach's father-in-law live mm-hmm. currently right this second um I, I go big brain with it and and it's a ton of fun it's 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 never worked one single time for me to be honest with you like I've, I've, I've drawn a lot of connections it's never one time paid off for me um but this is what Bronny's recruitment has become. And, and I think under normal circumstances, Tate, I would love this more than anyone else. Like I would be going nuts over all the connections. Cause as I said uh, earlier at the top of the show, uh, LeBron James has his hands in a lot of basketball to where he's got a, he, there's a connection to LeBron James at basically every single school in this country. And he knows yes. it, which is why every time he gets in front of a microphone, he says, I would have gone to that school. Um <laughs> So there's there's a path which Kobe taught him by the way. We yes. have to we have to give him credit where credit is due. So I I do respect that game because it is fun and I've I've had people slide there there is a there's one person slid in my DM said the uh, Bronny's going to Duquesne. Another guy made the case that that, that Bronny was going to uh, Creighton. I think made a compelling case because I, I forget what it even was like his his best friend goes there now or something like that and like I don't know there, there there's all that sort of like 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 Bronny's nanny now. Is, a, is is working on her PhD at Miami. So like, we got to keep yeah. an eye on that. Like maybe he'll mm-hmm. get all of these sorts of things <laughs> under any other circumstances, this would be perfect off season content for me, but because I am so uh, just completely hundred percent all in on Bronny to Ohio state. Um, it, it honestly disgusts me every time I see Joe Tipton tweet a graphic of this man in a different Jersey. <laughs> That's not Ohio state. And he's still to this day, as of this recording, has not, has not made put out the Ohio State tweet. The single, the isolated. Every every Brawny yeah. Ohio State graphic has been with like five Amongst, other. Yeah. yeah, you want you want the single offered by Ohio State. Yeah, what the hell and, is that, dude? Memphis jumps the line. Like Memphis wasn't even one of the top five, mm-hmm. and then Memphis shows up. They offer them, and now you're making graphics for Memphis, <laughs> and they get standalone graphics, and Ohio State gets nothing. Ohio State's been there since this kid was born, dude. True. Like this dude was born. True. This dude's born in Cleveland, which is, you know, that's Ohio's, you know, the Cleveland's Columbus relationship is symbiotic. It's a handshake that's basically, deal. Yeah. It's a handshake deal. It's a handshake deal. <laughs> you born in Cleveland, you go to Ohio State. It's a handshake deal. Yeah. Everybody knows sick. that. And it's oh, also man. one of those things where, you know, with this whole Brownie recruitment, it's hey. going to be a saga. So we, we just got to hang on. I feel like this is just a blip. I, I will wanna, say it's not a bomb. Want, I will say this, though. I got, I got some halfway decent news, and I don't want to, uh, this is not a scoop. Uh, do not report this. Do not aggregate this. <laughs> not aggregate this. Please, please. Uh, but there is there's some smoke about the Notre Dame football game. Whoa, there's some smoke. Whoa, that's what I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you that because uh, we talked about it on the show, and uh, <laughs> you know me, like I'm I'm a good big J, so I don't I don't reveal my sources. Um and. Um, thankfully Greg Oden no longer is, is at Ohio state. Not, not thankfully. Like I love that Greg was, was on staff at Ohio state. Uh, he's now a yeah. father, but, uh, 
I'm thankful for this reason. Um, when I know things going on in the program, uh, Greg doesn't have to fall on the sword every time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? everyone's like, Greg, stop telling Mark stuff. Yeah. yeah, when I'm like, hey, I heard this, uh, everyone's like, oh, so Greg told you, cool. <laughs> um, no, I have, uh, you know, a, a handful of different sources, not necessarily in the program, not necessarily out of the program. I'm not going to tell you whether they are mm-hmm. or aren't, whatever. I'm just going to say there was smoke dead. date. I'm just going to say that we talked about it on the show and then someone's, you know, someone or some, I, I don't know. Am I doing a good enough job covering my tracks here? Yeah, um, you're doing good. Yeah. Uh, some people reached out and said it's on the table. That's all I'll say. They said, mm. they said it might happen. They said, we'll see. I don't know. They said, I will they say said this. If Bronny James, well, we don't if, know. If Bronny James is at the at the Ohio State Notre Dame game, which you will be at as well, I I honestly expect a full detailed uh, breakdown of I'll give what, you the the, breakdown. what the people experience, what Bronny probably experienced, now, and what you experienced, you know, with Bronny by your side. There is this caveat, and I and I in the interest of uh, full transparency, I should I should report this. Um, my sources, and there are multiple sources on this, by the way. Um, they they are fully aware of how uh you, how how much you can play me like a fiddle with scoops, especially when I'm like emotionally tied to them. You know, like I, I think that's my biggest weakness in this media game I, I participate in is uh I wear my heart on my sleeve out there in these scoop streets. They, and I think like people see that and they know that they can just tell me what I want to hear or <laughs> steer me to a certain direction and I'm gonna believe anything. So I don't I don't know if this like I I there, there's a very good chance that they just these, these, these sources just listened to our show. They heard how excited I was. They heard me say I was coming back to campus and they were just like trying to get me foaming at the mouth. And they're like, I yeah. don't know, maybe Bronny will be there. Maybe he won't. I don't know. Um, and I know that, but at the same time, I'm choosing to believe that there might be a little smoke there. So we'll see. I don't know. I think that if there is a fire lit in Columbus that night, as they beat Notre Dame, boy, and then also that night you get a double win where Notre Dame gets whooped by Ohio State and they're like, you know what? We just should just go to the Big Ten. We should just go to the Big Ten. If Oregon's going to go, we're going to go. Worst case scenario, Notre Dame wins, obviously. Uh, and then Bronny is there, and we come to find out that it wasn't even like a, on a, a visit capacity. It wasn't even like a, an official or unofficial anything. It wasn't even technically a visit. It was just that his father loves Ohio State football, and he just came with him to go to the football game. <laughs> Yeah. And that's it. And that's all it was. Yeah. And he's just that on would the be, field. That would be terrible father. if like it wasn't even an official like a recruiting visit. Like Bronny's like, no, nah, I'm just here with my dad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just here <laughs> with my dad. I just like like dad wanted to come to this game and I just thought I'll go with him. Yeah. I was like, it'd this. be sick. Yeah. I'm about to go to college. Why not? And then and then we lose to Notre Dame by like 14 because our defense can't stop him. Oh that be, but that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna that's happen. not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. Anyway, it's gonna be all good vibes. Uh I'm happy Bronny, to hear Bronny cannot smoke. go to Memphis. Memphis is not I, I'm gonna put out I should start doing this, dude. I'm just gonna put out my own list of Bronny where where Bronny stands because I I yeah. think I think like I, he's not going to Memphis. It's not happening. It can't yeah. Happen. Speak speaking of lists, should we have our guy Parker CBK report come on and break down the art of making such lists? Because I mean, yeah, he did make Parker. a Bron- he did make a Bron- a Bronny list for you. You did ask. He did deliver. And now he's coming on the show. So, that's, what, uh, that's what prompted it. I, I put out the feelers. I, I, we, we talked about him on the last show uh, about <laughs> how CBK report was taking over. And, um, and, and, and then I, I, you know, I, I think we said something like we got to get him on or so. I don't know. I mean, I said something and then he, he, or no, I said he should put out the list. We need to get him to yes. put out the list. 
Um, if you were the son of a famous person, you know, where would you go if you lived in Los Angeles? And number right. one was Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. And then he did it. So I, I just immediately <laughs> and he made a good list. It was a good top 10. You were like kind of invaluable list. <laughs> and uh, I immediately dimmed him. I was like, dude, you got to come on the show. So uh, let's talk to him. We're going to we're going to talk to the man, the genius uh, behind mm. the CBK report uh, social media channel. Quick break to get aware from our sponsors. We can talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums, and worse, how their rewards flat out expire. Or we can talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Now that we talked about that, let's get back to Titus and Tate, the stuff we're here to talk about. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Also want to talk about our friends at Ladder. I don't need to point out the obvious. If you are uh, paying any attention to what's going on in uh, in, in this world, uh, you are probably noticing that uh, your 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 money doesn't go as far as it used to. You're probably noticing that things are kind of expensive. You're probably noticing that the, the cost of living, student debt, buying a house, whatever whatever it is, uh, there, there's more of a financial burden maybe in your life. And uh, why would you then want to potentially leave that burden on your loved ones should you pass, which is why it makes perfect sense to get life insurance, especially term coverage, which is surprisingly affordable. Why not pay a bit each month to protect the ones you love? If you're asking yourself this question, choose Ladder. Ladder is 100% digital, no doctors, no needles, no paperwork. When you apply for $3 million in coverage or less, just answer a few questions about your health in an application. You just need a few minutes and a phone or laptop to apply. Ladder smart algorithms work in real time, so you'll find out if you're instantly approved. No hidden fees, cancel anytime. Get a full refund if you change your mind in the first 30 days. Ladder policies are insured by insurers with long proven histories of paying claims and Ladder's customers rate them 4.8 out of five stars on Trustpilot. Finally, since life insurance costs more as you age, now's the time to cross it off your list. So go to ladderlife.com slash Tate today to see if you're instantly approved. That's L-A-D-D-E-R life.com slash Tate, ladderlife.com slash Tate. Go do it now. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Now you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if, they, if, so if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Back to Titus and Tate. All right, joining us now is a man who has fascinated the uh, those of us on the show. Um, he uh, runs the at CBK Report Twitter account. Uh, we we know basically nothing else about this man other than his name is Parker. <laughs> and if uh, if if you're new to the show, if you're um, you know if if you don't spend a lot of time on social media, you might be asking yourself like, what are we doing here? I'm I'm going to quickly explain it, but then we're going to let Parker explain who he is and and how he how he goes mm. about his work. Uh, there's a Twitter account. I saw it on Twitter. I, I think he runs an uh, Instagram account as well. Um, <laughs> he at, nods, yes. Yes. Yeah, at, yeah. at CBK Report that yep. comes out of nowhere has has absolutely, and I, I don't say this lightly, it has taken the college basketball world by storm, especially in this offseason, mm. um, where this man is, is is pumping out like top 10 lists, top 100 lists. You name a category, he's got a list. <laughs> and uh, 
Tate and I talked about it on the last show because we were talking about Bronny James and how we have to have uh, we need to get Parker to be an ally of ours. And then uh, we thought, what the hell? Let's bring him on the show and ask him about his process. So Parker joins us now. <laughs> and um, I guess we have to start with like the obvious, like, who are you and, and where are you and how old are you? And when yeah, did you okay. start? Great, great, great okay. questions. Okay. So I'm 18. I just uh, started college at Iowa State today. But the nice. ironic part is um, I'm a diehard Iowa fan. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Got a yellow yeah. shirt on. Oh no! No, I, I, I've got the Michigan shirt on today. But... Oh my Wait, god! <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you is Ohio State fan? I don't. I'm, a, I'm Ohio State. Titus. I'm Ohio okay, State okay. fan. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a Michigan fan. I just like the retro logo. That's a good. But, you, um, you're wearing the Sailor hat shirt. Or, yeah, right? Sailor hat. Yeah, right? yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That place. Um. So, so uh, yeah. So where did this start, dude? Like, what? What? Uh. Um, how long have you been doing this? And like, did walk us through like your meteoric rise into, uh, and I say this affectionately, I, I, I'm just an old man and I don't know what the right term is, but like shit posting is what comes to mind is that you're just out here yeah. like shit posting and yeah. everyone is, everyone's, <laughs> everyone's taking the trash and they're, so they're how, eating how it, long, they're how long is your shit posting career going on? Like how walk us through <laughs> what's going on here. Okay. So starting in quarantine, I had a, I was a college football account. And I got up to like 12K and I got kind of bored with it. So I sold it. And then me and two other guys started CBK report like December, 2020. And we posted mainly, we just posted final scores for games and like a few shit post lists. And then we quit for the summer. And then uh, at the start of last season, we officially came back and we've been cranking shit out since then. Mm. So Parker, I have to ask, like, is there, you know, like when we're coming up, you know, Titus and I, we always talked about, we like looked up to sports center, yeah. right? You know, your rich eyes yeah. of the world, your Dan Patrick's, your Stuart Scott's, you know, all those guys yeah. as a, as an account on the internet, what account do you look up to? And you're like, that, that's where we're trying to be. Is it house of highlights? Like, are you like, is there Honestly, someone that you're like, he does it right slash they did it right. And I, and I want to be <laughs> hopefully in the same lane yeah. as him one day. Well, honestly, I've just seen a bunch of dudes on TikTok that I think like they're like around my age and they've grown in the media world and I like face off them, but it's mainly baseball guys. So, I mean, I don't think you guys will know who they are, okay. but there, there are a few college basketball guys, so, I guess, you know, uh, there's one of my buddies. He has like 50 K on Instagram, CBB content. He's one of the guys <laughs> that I got into it with. So he's, he's a buddy or, or is it competition now? Like where does that stand? Um, I wouldn't say competition. We don't really post similar stuff, but, I okay. just met him through the app and we're chill. Okay. Walk, walk me through the art of this because this, this is what I found so fascinating about you. Like, first of all, I, I, again, I say this affectionately, like my, when my, my father started sending me your stuff, that's when I knew yeah. like, we had something like my dad would text me and be yeah. like, how about that? The Hoosiers number four, toughest place to play. <laughs> number four. Yeah. And it was CBK report. And I was like, I was like, this is cool, but, um, you know, like what is, what the hell is CBK report? And then my, like another mm-hmm. month would go by and it'd be like, campus with the best looking chicks indiana number yeah. 17 and my dad would be like look at that purdue's number 26 indiana 17 how about that mark and i'm like what is going on who is this kid um so i started looking into you more parker and uh what fascinates me is that some some of the lists are just like factual and i find it very interesting it's like it's yeah. like, you know you're like uh I, I think you put out a, a graphic on twitter not too long ago like these are the highest uh the most watched college basketball games of all time and you got yeah. a nice little yeah. graphic and I read that and I'm like, oh, that's great. Thank you, CBK Report. This is very interesting. And then you like yeah. follow it up and you're like, these are the top 100 uh, 
coaches in college basketball. And I was like, wow, this yeah. is, this is ambitious, but he's going for it. Yeah. And then there was one that was like, these, these are the most hated, just anything. It was like coaches, schools. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is, what is the thought process? Cause I feel like you're, you're kind of, you're, you're the genius here, but I feel like you're all over the place with like, do we do facts? Yeah. Do we do like, <laughs> well, <for> the, <laughs> you keep since them the season ended since the season ended i've just been trying to be creative and there's not much to come up with so when i do find something i usually stay with it and i feel like the the bigger list the better because more people have their team involved and they want to argue it that's genius yeah that's a, the, the one i'm looking at college basketball's most hated in 2022 John Calipari, oh, yeah. I, I, uh... John Calipari at one, Rick Pitino at two, the Kentucky <laughs> yeah. Wildcats at three, and Duke at four is, is genius. I mean, this guy, that's what I'm saying to you. This is the level we're speaking to. Like, Parker, he's 18 years old. He gets the game already. That's yeah. why we had to have him on the show. No, I was I was waiting for that post for a while. I was thinking of it, and I'm like, all right, it's time to dish it out. <laughs> I love I love to hear that. Parker, I have to ask because this is always, you know, a problem in anything when you're when you're successful payola right that comes to mind do you have you had anyone that has come to you and said i want to be number one on insert list we will pay you this amount of money to get us on no. the list. has that happened yet i haven't i've had dudes get mad and try to dm me about being too low on a list but i have not had someone try to pay to be higher on the list okay well bruce pearl is probably going to be the first head coach yeah. to reach out <laughs> you know about this so well, we'll, just, just keep yeah. your head on a swivel you don't have to name names but what's that like for you to uh um you know, a, a head coach at one of these schools, like you, you put out another one. I'm looking at this crack of the top 50 most sensitive fan bases. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you I put that like out um, and then like a yeah. coach DMs you or a program DMs you. What's that like? No, for you? I've had, uh, I feel like it's more players that DM me. I think oh, they really? get more butthurt about being too low. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I had a guy, I'm not going to name names, but it was like a, it was, I don't even remember. It was some list for next year. It was like a top 25. And I had a, I had a guy, in a spot too low that he didn't like. And I thought I was being pretty generous considering he was coming off an injury last year, but he was not, he was not happy with me. So are you aware of the power you hold? Because uh, hopefully you get a little Titus and Tate bump coming on the show. Hopefully again, yeah. at CBK report is a Twitter account. I can't recommend it enough. This man is uh, a prodigy Tate. I'm going to say it like mm. he's, he, he gets the game at a level that I don't completely understand it. And I've been doing it for a while. Um, so, uh, uh, as as we move forward, how do we use you as an ally, Parker? Like, what uh, that that that's where my mind goes with this. Is like, I, I sense well, that you're gaining power, you're growing stronger yeah. by the day, and I need you on my side. I don't I don't yeah. know how or why or what that means. I just need you to be an ally of ours. We know that you I get mean, it, whatever it yeah. is. If you guys have like some creative idea or something, I can put like a spin on it or something. I I don't know. I'm really down for anything. Well, I think we need you for the Bronny James recruitment. So we're going to continue okay. to tap in with you yeah. and figure yeah. out what we need in that. Because it's a fluid situation. It's updating every single oh, yeah. day. Yeah, that's what, so, that's uh, what yeah. started you this see, uh, was Even was Bryce James got thrown into it this week. You see that? What yeah, Duquesne. Duquesne offered. Yeah, Duquesne offered first... Bryce James his first offer. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's LeBron's high school coach, right? Debra? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. he's uh, his high school coach is like an assistant coach there now. Yeah. Oh, that's right. But they, they got the Akron. Danbro was at Akron or or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool, man. Uh, so, so I assume college is college. You said you've done college football too. College basketball, your thing. Like, what, yeah, your, yeah. Uh, I, what, what I love both like of them. I mean, 
I think college basketball is better, but some of the college yeah. football atmospheres, like as an Iowa fan, college football atmosphere is better in my opinion. But since I'm going to Iowa State, the college basketball atmosphere is going to be a lot better. Yeah. How, how are, are you worried about that? Like you can't, I mean, I don't know, man, that's going to be tough for you, isn't it? Uh, yeah. You, I mean, I've already had a couple fan? people, I've had a couple people call me out for having an Iowa lanyard on the bus, but I mean, I don't know. I'm, I don't think I can convert. I think I'm going to have to just hold true. What about like, you know, like part of, part of what I love about CBK report is, is sort of the anonymity is like, mm-hmm. you, you, like when my dad was sending me this shit, I was like, I don't know who this is or like what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you worried about that, Parker? That now, like, people will know that you're you're an Iowa guy and you go to oh, Iowa no. State. And nah, I think people, especially Illinois fans, caught on to that a little bit ago. Oh, really? They weren't too happy with some of the stuff <laughs> I was putting out. You're, you're tipping your hand a little too much with if your I, uh, overrated uh, yeah. and sensitive fan Yeah, I call Illinois mm. overrated a couple of times. And <laughs> yeah, you got doxed by Illinois Iowa fans. Fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh stuff. man! Well, this is beautiful. This is this is the start of something beautiful. I can feel it, Tate. I don't. I, again, I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but I am smart enough to know uh, when I see talent, I gotta I gotta get it on my side somehow. So we're gonna yeah. maybe we'll be the first case of payola, Tate. Like maybe we pay Parker. I think that's push. why I brought it up because uh, I just wanted to make sure that he understood how the game goes. Dude, I'll payola. gladly. Yeah, I'll gladly <laughs> like if you're working on something, if you're gonna call like Ohio State like sensitive little bitches, like I will gladly yeah. pay for you to take them off the list. You could you could blackmail me for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that'd be I think that's more of a football thing for Ohio Parker, State. Definitely. Parker, we're gonna talk offline about how how do I get John Shire off the top one hundred list? Um, you know, okay, how much does that uh, cost? Because see, uh, he he needs to be he's not even coached a game yet, Parker. I know. Well, he he actually has coached three games, but um I would say Here's the thing. There was a bunch of I saw a bunch of lists and take it. I was just looking at them and I saw a few lists with John Shire, literally top 15. So I wanted to put him near. I, I wanted to put him near some of the like new coaches, newer coaches, like, for example, like Matt McMahon or Kyle Neptune or something. And I didn't yeah. want to overrate him. So I put him in the 40s. And so when I threw that on Instagram, no, everybody thought I was way too low on him. And then I throw it up on Twitter and everyone thought I was way too high on him. So I didn't know how to do it. And I didn't want <laughs> well, to completely that leave just him shows off. that you're a genius. That means that you have both people yeah. arguing against it, which means perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. All right, Parker, <laughs> uh, we're going to let you go. I got two more thoughts before you go, though. Number one, um, don't don't let the haters get you down. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, we have mm-hmm. your back. Right. If, if, if the Illinois fans get mad, a lot of Illinois fans listen to our show, <laughs> by the way. Um, oh yeah, they're all and, Twitter. And, the, the, and if they get if they get upset with you, dude, like send them our way. I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll have your back. We will always have your back. And number two, that brings me to my second point. There are a lot of sharks out there in college basketball media. There are a lot of uh, snakes, a lot of clowns, a lot of uh, mm-hmm. uh, we we know them. We all know them. Um, just remember remember who was first. You know, like remember mm-hmm. that we we had you on the show and we, we, you're all our right. ally and we have this partnership because. I do, I do get a sense that very soon, uh, a lot of these guys are going to be trying to scoop you up and be like, "Pardon, yeah. can, can we get you?" They're going to try to put you under their wing. Yeah, no. just be careful. Just Keep be careful out there. Yeah, <laughs> we'll tell you. We'll give you. We'll give you offline. We'll give you the dirt on all these guys in college basketball media. Like DM right. and everything. I, I'd right. love to discuss that offline. <laughs> all right, man. Keep doing what you're doing. We absolutely love it. I look forward to uh, getting more of your work sent to me by my father. Um, go, right. go, go follow, plug your stuff, a CBK report on everything on Instagram, CBK on- report on Instagram, on Twitter, and then uh CBK dot report on TikTok. And that's about Ooh. all we've got right now. Love all right, buddy. Love You're it. the man. Best Good of luck. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. See you guys. See you, dude.
All right, there you have it. Uh, CBK report, and uh, I have to report. Source CBK report just followed me on Twitter. Uh, I've, I've had a lot of people. I've had a lot of people follow me on Twitter. Steph Curry, people like that, but no, nothing like this. Nothing like a genius like CBK report. So I'm on. We got to appreciate Parker coming on again. I got to figure out a way to to use this man to uh, to help us out, man. I don't. I don't know how we're gonna do it, but. Um, We'll, we'll put our minds together. We got. We got. He's not afraid. He's not afraid of the front lines. I will give him that. You can just tell talking to him. Like he, he's like, I but will get yeah, in the man. mud. That, that's that's why. Good. That's why I was so fascinated by him. Because like I get asked, I still get asked to write articles. Like Fox will come to me sometimes, and they're like, "Dude, you want to put out your uh, way too early top 25? And I was like, "Absolutely not. I don't." Like, are you kidding me? I don't even want to put out. I don't even want to put out my top 25 from the season that we just saw. Like, I don't even know if Kansas is my number one from the season. Mm. You know, <laughs> like. Mm. That's how that's how much I balk at all this. From I, I've just been so jaded from doing my power rankings for so long on Grantland and the Ringer and stuff, you know, that the haters beat me, dude. The haters defeated me, and I yeah. guess like Parker fascinates me because he he is just so um, he's so green and just so full of life, and is just like I'm taking it all head on. I'm, I'm putting out my top fifty coaches. I'm doing it. Here you go. He wants the smoke, as the kids would say. Like he he yeah. puts it out there, and he's like, bring it bring it back in my face. I will laugh. I will anyway. chuckle. I will do this. And uh, yeah, we enjoyed that. That was fun. I have a couple more headlines uh, that you missed. Okay. Uh, while you were away, um, in case you missed it, Mark, uh, this. And I that promise this is true. I think you probably thought this one was fake. This weekend at Jamal Crawford's Pro Lamb, the crossover, which I don't know how this is still going on. I feel like we've covered the crossover for four to five weeks at this point, but the Pro Am is still still going on. And this week, while you were out, LeBron James, yes, that LeBron James, Paolo Bencaro, Dejounte Murray, and Chet Holmgren all played in the crossover event on like against each other in the same game. Chet Holmgren at one point, uh, LeBron like basically ran into him and he turned his ankle and got out of the game. Paolo Bancaro at one point uh, was driving on DeJounte Murray, got knocked to the ground. DeJounte Murray picks him up, smacks him on the ass. They have like a, a hugging moment, like they broke bread. So the, the beef between DeJounte Murray and Paolo Bancaro is over. Uh, Jason Tatum also played in the game in case you missed it. What? Jason? Yeah, this happened. While you while you were away, all of these players played in Jamal Crawford's pro am game. And here's the kicker, and I promise you this is true because I had to look it up because I didn't watch any of this. Obviously, the game didn't end. The game didn't finish because there was condensation on the court, and uh, and obviously there was some security issues. Apparently, Jamal Crawford is one of the best people in basketball. He, you know, apologized for it, but the game didn't even have a resolution or an ending. But all of the all of those talented players were all on the court at the crossover event. So, say la vie to Rucker Park. You know, sayonara to the Drew League. The crossover is now the number one pro-am league, I feel like. I mean, that much talent on one court, insane. Dude, forget the pro-am. Jamal Crawford should be the NBA commissioner at this point. Right? Like, he's getting guys to play. <laughs> Seriously. Like, you you let him run the crossover. Like, you're going to have – like, Kawhi Leonard's trying to sit out of every NBA game ever. He's going to start showing up at the crossover and be like, yeah, I'll play. Why not? Let's yeah. play. Like, Isaiah Thomas play. was in this game. Like, I mean, Aaron Gordon was in this game. I mean, the, I'm just talking about the face, the the, the forward facing superstars in the league that played. I mean, there was just there was also just regular NBA guys everywhere. I mean, it was unbelievable. But again, it didn't end. There was no ending. Why? Okay, so uh, why why is LeBron there? What what's what's going on there? It, it, I think uh, Ronnie to Washington. 
No, I, I think there is something to be said, and I saw a lot of people kind of giving a wink-wink to this. The NBA is going to add a team in Seattle, obviously. Like, why would they not? That That's like, a, I mean, they don't want to split more of the pie, but that pie m- might make money because Seattle's such a, you know, you know, great sports city. And LeBron James wants to be an owner, and one way that he has to be an owner is to be probably a minority owner, kind of the way that Michael was um, with the Wizards, where he might play for a franchise and be a minority owner, and then hopefully he can work his way up to be, you know, a future a majority owner. And the two options he has are Seattle and Las Vegas. And, and Cleveland. I think Las- we talked. We talked about Cleveland when Bronny goes to Ohio State. We talked about Cleveland, Dan Gilbert, but there, okay. there is like, if it's not that, then you know, I could see him going to Seattle and having the expansion. To be in if it's if it's an expansion, yeah. it's probably going to be Seattle or, or Vegas. You Seattle know. or Vegas. And I think Vegas. Yeah. There's too many. There's too many money players in there to, to let LeBron in nominally. So uh, that's what that's what it says to me. And he also, let's be honest, he was jealous of Paolo Bancaro. Paolo Bancaro got a lot of love in Washington, right? When he played in that crossover event and LeBron was like, I want some of that. I want some of that love. He walked into the gym like Kanye West, like surrounded by a mob of people. And he was just going to the crowd, like make noise, right? He wanted the love (laughs) of being in Seattle. It was an amazing, like it it honestly felt fake as I was sending you all these headlines. Um, So that happened. And this, this is my final and favorite one, because this is also an unbelievable thing that happened while you're away. ESPN's Mark Jones, uh, you know, obviously on Sports Center, see him all the time. He tweeted, <laughs> I promise you this happened. Uh, Michael Beasley can get 15 points per game on an NBA team right now. That's what he tweeted. Um, <laughs> Let's go. And uh, that's my final headline because, like, I, I think all those things were things that you needed to get caught up on that were obviously in your purview. But the fact that all those things were in the ether while you were away, um, you had to hear about it. And uh, Michael Beasley, the people know he is him. Michael Beasley could get 15 a game in the NBA right now. Right now. I don't right disagree, now. dude. I don't disagree. What, um, what what team would we like to see Beasley on? That <laughs> where does Beasley fit? Let's do our let's do our top 10 Beasley teams and send it to CPK CBK report and see if he puts it out. Yeah, I uh <laughs> I want I want Michael Beasley on the Nuggets, like leading the uh bench. Like he's, he's yeah. he leads the second unit. I like that makes that. sense to me. I think Michael mm-hmm. Beasley. And um, I think him coming off the – I don't even know why I say the Nuggets. Probably – I'm probably just uh, – yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why the Nuggets check out. I don't know it's because he's a pot guy. The Nuggets Denver's, do check out. Denver's a, Denver's a pot town. <laughs> Again, not and, an arc, but <laughs> – No, but like Denver's also like – think about some of the characters that have been able to thrive and play well with the Nuggets, you know, like Chris Anderson, Birdman, I mean, Ty yeah, Lawson, yeah. right? There, there's like characters that can go to Denver and be successful – I mean, even Iverson when he got traded to Denver, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, I can do Denver. (laughs) They're like, where do you want to go? He's like, I can do Denver. I can do Denver, yeah. (laughs) So I, I see Michael Beasley just coming in in the second unit, and uh, yeah, yeah. And Jokic probably loves him, you know. He's like, I love that Beasley talks, you know. And Beasley's like talking to the Lakers. He's like talking to LeBron. He's like, you wish you were me. And then we get like Michael B, like Michael Beasley starts uh, like talking to Jokic's brothers. And yes. it's like, it's like friendly at first, but then like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes the wrong way. He gets he goes the wrong and way. Then, and, then, and then the Miami heat sign him back because they want him like as a goon against Jokic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Beasley, so, Beasley hits a shot and just says I'm him at the Jokic brothers. 
Yeah. And they, th- it's like lost in translation. Like th- that hasn't, that hasn't gotten <laughs> to them yet that they like really understand what that means in American culture. <laughs> they don't listen to Titus and Tate. They're not friends of the program. Yeah. So yeah. when, when Beasley says I'm him, um, <laughs> they, they just look at each other. Like, should we kill this man? And then, yeah. 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 What do you say to us? <laughs> and then uh content ensues and, and we get, uh, we, we I'm right there of, with you. Yeah. Let, let's get Michael Beasley on the Nuggets slash back in the dub or back in the NBA. And if it's not in the NBA, let's get him to China and let's get him on the Beijing Ducks. Let's get him on a championship team. You know what I mean? Like that's what Michael Beasley needs. My we should He's get a, a so my first shout out. I'm going to transition to shout outs and close. Yeah, please. Gonna, that's I'm all gonna, the headlines. I'm going to segue it together. Uh, shout out to uh, the Virginia Cavaliers who are not in fact back. Um, they lost to. Uh, uh, this is a real team, by the way. Speaking of Jokic, I think the kid, the other kid, Yo, the other Jokic kid, um, mm. what was his name? Nick, it's it's like uh, it's Jovic, Nikola Jovic, Nikola Jovic. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, I think he played on this team, didn't he? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, don't I think pay so. To European yeah, football. yeah. Uh, Virginia lost to KK Mega Basket. What a name, dude! What a name mm-hmm. for for a, for a team. They lost by nineteen, though. Remember, they beat the the hell out of an Italian team. That they held to like ten points at halftime, and I yeah. thought Bennett Ball was back. I thought the pack line was back. I thought um, God's plan had gone international. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. So now th- this could be a good leak, though. This could be something. This could be like a, a lesson for the team right here for Tony. And, we know Tony likes lessons, and it got me thinking because you're talking about Michael Beasley. We're, we're we're always in the market of like coming up with ideas for like what Michael Beasley can be doing as, with alternative mm-hmm. basketball, or whatever. What about a team that basically just plays? all of these colleges and foreign exhibitions <laughs> and like <laughs> you just line them up, dude. Like you just like, like uh, it, 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 Michael Beasley is the best player on the team. And then you mm-hmm. get a, you get a handful of other dudes and they just bounce around and like, okay, so Virginia's going to Italy. We're going to go to Italy too. We're going to play Virginia in Italy. And then we're going to go to the Bahamas to play Kentucky. And then mm-hmm. we're going to go to, you know, Greece to play whoever, whatever school is going to Greece. And they just like bounce around and play. Cause I remember an era of college basketball where um, the Harlem Globetrotters would just play exhibition games. Yeah. But they weren't like doing the tricks and shit. They were like actually playing. And I remember thinking that was like the coolest thing ever that, that uh, I think Michigan state, did they lose to the Harlem Globetrotters? I don't think they did. I think they had like a close game. I have, I have this vivid memory of Tom Izzo, like losing his mind, like the scene <laughs> yeah. is burning in my mind of Tom Izzo, just like going insane <laughs> On his team because the Harlem Globetrotters were giving him work and he was he's just on the sideline. I mean, what's crazy about the Harlem he Globetrotters? Buckets of confetti thrown in his face and he's just like, get this out of my fucking face. The Globetrotters used to be like na- a nasty team, you know, and like they actually did travel around the world, like making people like basketball. So maybe that's they- it. Maybe Beasley goes to the Globetrotters, resurrects the Globetrotters, and uh, yeah. I, I was drafted to the Harlem Globetrotters. People forget that. People literally do mm-hmm. forget that, that I was drafted once upon a time. Um, yeah. it, was, it was a publicity stunt that I called their bluff, and I said, I want to try out. And they're like, that's not how this is supposed to work. We were just going to put out the headline. And I was like, well, you drafted me. Let me try out. And that was hilarious. That was one of the wildest things I've ever done in my life. Um, but, yeah, they should bring the – they usually should lead the Globetrotters back, and they should play all these colleges. I think that's it. I think that, like, yeah. we, we do, like, all the NBA, like – Maybe Jamal Crawford gets in on it too. Mm-hmm. Like guys, like guys, like the. I like the, I like Jamal Crawford, Lou Williams, Michael Beasley. It's like it's just a team of just like straight up just gunners that can straight any up of t- them can go off at any point. And then we need like one big. We need yeah. Bismack Biombo to sign a deal yeah. in like three years. Like once he's done playing the NBA, we got Bismack. So it's like all guards and Bismack roll into the basket. 
Isaiah Thomas is definitely on this team too. It's yes, like, like, like the idea of the team is like all people that uh, we, I, I, I thought he was still in the NBA. You know, like that's yeah. what everyone says when they're like, wait, what? Then, he's not in the NBA right now? And then we yeah. have Peyton Pritchard who is in the NBA. And we're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in he's... both. He's in both. <laughs> Peyton Pritchard's like tearing people up. And they go and they play Kentucky and Reed Shepard puts on the wrong jersey and now he's playing with the Curly Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Calipari's like, God, I respect it. <laughs> it updates his 247 profile to pro. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway oh, i saw man. i saw virginia had a uh, a rough go so uh uh you know maybe i shouldn't talk about this day like virginia fans think i hate their team now so i gotta uh yeah i gotta be a down. little careful but like it's uh that that hurt that hurt to see because i i, I was sticking my chest out we were, we were getting a little cocky and the, what, what i'm saying is the war between college basketball and europe it's it's not over yet it's still mm. it's still going on kk mega basket who, who the hell like how can you how can you have a team called kk mega basket and tell me that that league is better than the Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> if your league is better than the Big Ten, how do you have a name over called there? They're over there talking to each other. They're like, imagine having a team called the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Yeah. Telling me that they're better than the Mega Basket. The Mega Basket. <laughs> Dude, and Mega Basket, like, okay, Mega Basket plays at Rutgers on Big Ten Network, 9 p.m. Yeah. tip. Robbie Hummel's on the call. Mm-hmm. Dave Revson is doing the the lead in. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's coming off of a, a hotly contested Iowa Nebraska game. Bo, Bo Baroski's on the call too. Bo Baroski's the- ref in the game. Yeah. Um, and and KK Mega Basket enters this game ranked seventh in the country. And Rutgers is like this is this is in late February, and Rutgers is a bubble team. <laughs> Look at look at me with a straight face and tell me KK Mega Basket's beating Rutgers. I mean, you can't. I don't, you I don't see it. it. I don't see it. I don't see how that happens. In fact, you can put the KK Mega Basket all-time team out there for all I care. Ron Harper Jr. is Euro-stepping yeah, all these sons of bitches. He's half-court shot for days. And, and that's what it is. Oh, and that's what it is. So uh, That's what CBK Report should do, like best teams, like 22 and under, and it like, includes international teams. He does a top 50 rankings, and it has like KK Mega Basket like at 47. And they're above Arizona State. Bobby Hurley is like losing his mind. I have, yeah, we got to, we got to brainstorm off air because I, I am starting to think of some ideas of just like, like best teams to never win the title. And then yeah. it's KK Mega Basket. They slip in there. Yeah. No, it's definitely Real Madrid. It's, it's, it's Luka like, Doncic's Real Madrid team. 05 <laughs> Illinois is on the list. No, like 05. No, Parker won't put 05 Illinois on the list. He wants to troll Illinois fans. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a bunch of teams like that. And then, yeah, Real Madrid, <laughs> Lucas Real Madrid teams out there. Um, that maybe that's what he does. Is he like, there's a market for for crossing NBA and NBA streams and like doing it all in one pool. And you just do like best players all time. And you got like Jimmer for debt next to <laughs> next to Tim Duncan on power rankings, you know? Yeah, that's really it really is like a visual thing. And, and like the top the top 100 list that he put out was incredible. You know what I mean? Like the coaches one, like that one just really like seeing the visual of that. And like understanding like the the context and the reaction yeah. that comes from it, you know, you're just like this is. This I'm is picturing. Poetry. I'm picturing. So people have done top fifty NBA and college, which takes everything into account. You know, mm-hmm. um, what about NBA or college? Like you just had to be good at one point in your life, and then that that's how we get the rankings where like Tyler Hansborough and Jimmer Fredette are sprinkled with Kobe and. <laughs> 
LeBron. Mm. That's a great graphic. Mm. I love that graphic. You got Hansborough at eleven. Yeah. At number t- at number you know, at number ten is Carmelo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, we should probably go. Yeah, you got I any mean, other shout outs? No, that was a great show, though. That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, one last shout-out. Um, there was a rumor this weekend that you missed, which I thought you would find funny. And we're company men, so we can talk about it. But there was a rumor, big rumor in the NFL world, and I think it's been Nick's now, but there was a rumor that Tom Brady, the reason, you know, he's not in training camp, right? He left for training right. camp for two weeks, and it was for personal reasons, quote-unquote. But there was a big rumor um, that he left to go be on The mass Singer on Fox. And... Uh, <laughs> And that is the reason. And, and apparently he had agreed to it, I guess, before uh, he decided to unretire from football. And that was like a big rumor. that, And he signed the big Fox deal, obviously. It's a Fox property. So like Fox is basically like, we're getting our money's worth from you already. Um, you know, then there were some pictures that came out with his son at like a bohemian resort, you know, so people were like, he couldn't have been on the mass singer. But then there's also some people that are deep state. They're saying, of course, he put this out once the rumor got out because he's got to defend that he actually wasn't on the mass singer. So I don't watch the mass singer or even really understand what's going on other than like someone singing under a mask. I guess, but <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you do watch it. I mean, I, it sounded like you sounds like you're a huge fan. But there, there was a huge Reddit like mania this weekend about Tom Brady and the mass singer, and I thought it was very hilarious. So until so we shout see out to his, the mass we need his son holding today's newspaper. We need a picture to, to know for sure, <laughs> dude. That I mean, we I I cannot wait for the next show because the fact that that actually happened that that picture was taken and sent back to Manti Teo it gave me like full reason to be like this guy's not that like you know what I mean like he gets a pass like that's insane that that happened you know what I mean like with the the photo yeah we'll save for the show we'll talk about it for the show but yeah yeah I haven't seen that that's in the doc okay yeah I I haven't seen the whole thing yet you haven't seen it no I still haven't seen it dude I I told you I I I watched the first like 30 20 minutes, yeah. something like that. Of the first, I watched enough of the first one to know this is going to be insane. You're gonna, it's yeah. insane. That's the last thing I'll say. It's insane. Oh, um, wow. Oh, one more shout out. Your, your Tar Heels is Luke May's brother the starting quarterback? Yes, God's plan. God's plan. Drake May. Um, yes, his name is Drake. He is the, the younger brother of Luke May, who hit the shot on the Kentucky Wildcats on his way to a national championship. And uh, Luke May was committed to Alabama. Nick Saban was like, that's my quarterback right there. Drake May was and committed he, to Alabama. Drake May was committed yeah. to Alabama to play quarterback. And then Mac Brown came in and said, not so fast. And now Drake wow. May is, is our starting quarterback. And uh, it's going to be fun, we hope. Heisman. Fingers crossed. Yeah, Heisman. Heisman year, yeah. Sam Howe worked out well when we did that last time. Uh, I'm excited for for football. Uh, so we're gonna do that's the plan. Uh, we're gonna do the the Manti Tail documentary on on uh, Thursday slash Friday. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Go watch it. Um, I feel like this is right up our alley. Um, this is uh, I, I don't know. I'm 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 very excited to talk about this because we we talked about it on last show. This story is is an all time story. A, a, like where were you type moment for me where when I when I heard about Manti Tail's non existent girlfriend. Um, yeah. Send us some emails, titusandtate at gmail.com. We'll, we'll, we'll read some of those. Uh, and then college football is coming back this this weekend, right? College football is yeah. underway, dude. It's crazy to think that 
in like five short months, the Ohio State Buckeyes will be your national champions. But there it is. That's what's happening. I so. hope so for the sake of uh, content, because uh, I'm I'm already tired of the uh, the SEC Paul Feinbaum types that yeah. are in my face again, no, talking about how there's no competition. The reason why I care about Ohio State is obviously because I you know care about you. But then on another level, it's like I need someone to make the SEC be a little bit humble. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's once- not not Carolina this year, but maybe in two years. I'd say like once every three seasons, I get really excited about. Uh, I mean, like Ohio, I know we're going to be good every year, but like once every three seasons, I'm like we're winning the national championship. And uh, yeah, and if you like to see me get really upset, uh, I got great news because I I very much believe in this team. So I I think we're winning the national championship. Nothing can go wrong. Um, yeah, what could possibly? Ronnie James is going to be there against Notre Dame, possibly, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Fingers what could crossed. possibly go wrong, Tate? Knocking on wood. For Ohio State football. Uh, all right, we're gonna we're gonna do the the Manta Teo show uh, on Friday. We'll see you guys then.